everybody to layman's podcast i am angel king of mediocrity martinez and i am joined today by my co-host eddie the naturally athletic galaxian eddie nags eddie how you doing today bud i'm doing all right man super excited i have high expectations for today's uh <laughs> today's pod <laughs> <laughs> Uh, podcast the today's podcast let's make sure that we get that right ladies and gentlemen uh let us apologize because uh there was a small hiccup in our schedule uh apparently we didn't get the memo that we were supposed to be on last week because uh we were high as fuck uh we definitely (laughs) missed a lot of appointments uh and uh fell short on a lot of commitments uh because of 420 um it's been an entire month of 420 am i to understand that you also have been celebratory all month long is that correct all month long for the past 13 years hey (laughs) that's what i'm talking about yeah so today on today's episode we're going to cover a lot about our a lot of our experiences regarding the um the wonderful, uh, the wonderful cannabis, uh, the wonderful marijuana, the absolutely uh, um, life-giving, uh, life-giving uh, force that we have there, and uh, I just can't wait to get into this one because it's been a part of my life for so long, and uh, recently, not as much as before. Uh, things have changed a little in my life, but we'll get into that. But I'm just super excited to be able to talk about something that I have had a good amount of experience in. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I just can't wait. I can't wait to jump into this one. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, man. Same as you, man. This, uh, this, this wonderful plant, uh, has been a part of my life. Most of my life, actually, you know, I, I kind of in a way grew up around it. Uh, I've had, you know, reasons to do it because I just recreational cause I wanted to get high. And <laughs> I also have experiences where I kind of needed it. So yeah. This is going to be, should be a good one. So let, let me just go ahead and start off by, by asking, let's, let's just go through the most general of questions. Yeah. Um, when would you be able to describe to me the first time that you ever experienced marijuana? Now that is completely up to you, how you want to go about answering that question, whether it's just you being around it and actually knowing what was going on, or if you want to talk about the first time you actually experienced it like because you were trying it whatever direction you want to take it you you tell me i just want to know about your first time well i'll give you three i'll give you three i'll give you the first time it kind of like popped up in front of me i kind of freaked out i was uh i was a young pup and i had we had a crazy neighbor so how young are we right now ah man 11 12 maybe okay all right all right that's a good Okay. And, and then he's uh we had a crazy neighbor, like everyone knew he was crazy. And that fool ended up here at our house for some reason. And like he was talking and then I walked outside and he was walking outside and he dropped he dropped a, a joint, you know. And at that point the only um stigma I knew was just it being bad and it yeah. was connected to this crazy it came out of this crazy neighbor's pocket. I was just kinda like, Oh shit, and that's kind of the, the first time, you know, I came across it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first time I tr- first time I tried it. Yeah. I tr- tried it. I-, I won't burn anybody. Uh, I burned myself. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was at somebody's house. I was maybe about 
14. Okay. And uh, I smoked it out of a bong, I believe it was the first time. And I wasn't sure if it hit me. I was chilling, I was looking at the candles, and you know, I, I felt like the candles were moving like to the music. And I remember Nas was playing, like, I'll never forget that. Uh, one mic was playing, and I, I felt like the, the flames were moving to it, but I was like, nah, maybe not. I went home and just kind of, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sure, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so, <laughs> I got to call the nerd online. I got nervous. Uh, <laughs> it's all right, dude. No worries. The first time I felt it was at a friend's house, dude. We bought like this, uh, I wish there was people here watching this that were there because I still talk to some of these people. Um, we were, we had like this crazy, crazy looking bong that had like all these like plastic tubes, like four plastic like tubes coming out where each person like a hookah kind of, but it was for her. Oh, dude, I've been there. I've been yeah. there. Shout out to the Ricky. Shout out <laughs> to the home. Here's this because he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we all, we all smoke it. We're like, we're like on the floor. It's on a coffee table. We have our knees on like these pillows. And I remember kind of like, like getting it's on all... a coffee table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I remember just like kind of feeling tingly, almost as I was like like slipping off the the the, the pillow that I was uh, kneeling on. Uh, Half baked was playing. We were quoting it and just laughing. <laughs> dude, like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we kept making like those little fucking pizza bites and shit. And, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's my first time ever actually feeling it. I yeah, that I remember. For sure. So I've got a couple. I've got a couple first time uh, stories as well. And um, uh, all I can I was in a band when I was in high school. Um, shout out to all my buddies. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, my friend Griselda at the time, who was the a coordinator for our high school that put together what was what was called a coffee night at an auditorium right there in Southgate Park. So right in the basketball uh, basketball courts at Southgate Park, um, sure. they had a they had a cool concert that they did for all the high school kids and all the high school bands got to play. Uh, you know, there was metal bands, ska bands, punk bands, like everybody got to play and it was pretty awesome. But anyway, uh, I got, after we wrapped up, we all decided to, go, decided to go over to a friend's house. And here's the crazy part about this story is that this actually happened uh, two doors down uh, from where you stay. Uh, two doors down from where you stayed was the first time that it ever happened. Uh, I was seven, 16, 17 in high school, and uh, we were at this after party, so to speak. Can't get into too much trouble when you're like 17 years old. You know, there's only one person that can really get you beer, and they can only get so much. Uh, so there was, there really wasn't much that we could do about that. But anyway, uh, I'm there, and uh, they were. Everybody was really excited about these muffins. People were having these muffins, and I was like, <laughs> "Dude, I want a fucking muffin." Right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, dude, have a muffin. So here I go. Right. I get a muffin and immediately I know something's up. I can see it. I can taste it. Um, probably the driest fucking muffin that I've ever had in my fucking life. Like the driest ever, ever. Like it was terrible. It tasted awful. And, <laughs> and this is this will just go to show you how novice, you know, my friends were at that time is that there was still stems in the muffin because what they had done was just put weed in the batter and just baked it 
and oh that was just a rookie ass move. <laughs> Not only did they use really shitty weed, but they left it inside of the batter. So the taste was absolutely awful. It was no bueno, no bueno. But I digress. I tried it anyway. <laughs> I had, they were small. So I figured, okay, I'll have one, maybe two. And I did. One of my friends came in and was like, Angel, wait, you know, those are, you know, those are filled with bud, right? I immediately start fake panic, having a panic attack. <laughs> I get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? My dad's going to fucking kill me. And I just went <laughs> like I put on a show for my one friend and uh, shout out, shout out, Ivan. Shout out Ivan because he was the most worried for me in that entire scenario. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, so eventually, you know, I came clean. I told them, I was like, dude, I know. I know what's up. I know what I'm doing. But uh, there was a couple of my friends who had taken them and they decided, they said, hey, dude, you know what? We're actually going to get out of here. We're going to go. And that was my ride. So I'm like, all right, I guess I got to go. I was there, you know, after the after I'd eaten them for maybe about a half an hour or so. I want to say about a half an hour or so nothing really happened so i was like all right let's get it let's go um my friend who had driven was like hey can you give these guys a ride like can you drive them for me in my car i'm kind of high and i was like oh yeah no problem easy money here we go so i drive those guys home he's like all right you're the last one left can you just drive yourself home i'll take it from there i said absolutely so i drive myself home he takes off i get inside my room and I got to be honest, at this point, I've forgotten all about it. Like, I'm just not feeling it. It didn't happen. Whatever I was waiting for wasn't happening. Now, here's the interesting part. I don't know why teenage me had a black light. <laughs> I don't know why. Because I wasn't a pothead. I really wasn't. I was a straight I was a straight arrow. I was a fucking square, a nerd. You can call it whatever you want. But I just was not that type when I was younger. But for whatever reason, I've got a black light. So here I go. I turn the black light on just to chill. My guy, I have never felt like more of a lightsaber <laughs> in my entire life. I feel like everything I've ever tried after that has been chasing that one high and i have yet to recreate that feeling i'm not joking when i say that i felt like a lightsaber i could hear my appendages swinging it was, i caught myself in the mirror of my bed rest of, of my of my uh um uh, headrest at one point and i was just losing it bro i was just freaking the fuck out and i'm by myself and who the hell am i supposed to tell the only people that i'm there with are my family and i'm just i'm like freaking out at some point <laughs> i just kind of heal over and passed out and that right there was the first time i'd ever been high off of some fucking whack-ass muffins <laughs> that tasted like fucking dirt awful dude so so bad so bad man i feel like like the way you tell it it was like laced with pcp or fucking heroin or something dude i have no idea what was in those things all i know is that they hit like they they hit pretty hard and so the following day i'm sitting there and i'm just uh uh i'm, I'm dead ass asleep like for hours <laughs> like i don't think i got up from my bed until like two o'clock in the afternoon my dad comes in and he's like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. 
And you know, my dad, come on, man, it's my pops. I can't hide things from him. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good, dad. I'm good. Thanks. He's like, all right, you're going to eat? And I'm like, maybe. And that was it. I checked. That was it. That was the last of the conversation. I go to take a dump because at some point I had to get up. I go to take a dump. Bro, it smells like weed. <laughs> I fucking took a dump and it fucking smells like herb, like a lot, like it's potent. <laughs> and I'm sitting there in the restroom, squeezy, taking my dump. And I finally, I'm like, all right, cool, I'm out. Like, let me be, let me be out this bitch. I'm out. So I left the bathroom. I went back to my room, closed the door, got back into my blankets. A few minutes later, my dad comes pounding like, hey, is there something you want to tell me? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've got, I don't know. Yeah, my dad was thoroughly convinced that I was getting high in the restroom. At that <laughs> at that exact moment, and I was like, "Little, did you know I was high yesterday, <laughs> and I'm not high today, sir?" So yeah, that was my first experience with uh, with ganja, bro. And I'm not gonna lie, it almost it almost scared me straight, like almost this close, so close. And I'm so glad I didn't let it do that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would have bitched that. I would have never touched it again if that would have been my first experience. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like everybody's got their, you know, uh, everybody's got their stories and you know, how kind of how they deal with things and whatnot. But, um, I mean, to be honest, man, like, it's just, it's just one of those things where I, I wasn't eager to run back out there again, but when the opportunity organically presented itself again, they, mama didn't raise no bitch, you know, like <laughs> I, I went for it. Fuck that noise. Which, uh coincidentally was also at the same house <laughs> except it was in the garage this time a lot of stuff happens at that house <laughs> well check it man we were in a band at the time so you know a lot of shows we'd play a lot of shows together and like you know that was just kind of uh oh I think we lost Angel's audio uh, so while Angel's trying to figure that out uh, so We'll talk about a little bit about how it was. Oh shit, Angel, if you can hear us, you're putting out a lot of noise, my friend. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna talk about uh, when we first started smoking. I'm sure uh, Angel was around the same time. Started smoking around the same time. We're not that far apart in age. Uh, it was different, man. It, it, get, getting a hold of it was nothing like what it what it is now. You know. You know, people that are going to become new smokers and, you know, have been smoking for a while are now, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I'm sorry, I'm concentrating on Angel as well, are spoiled, are spoiled because it's so easy, man. So easy just to to get a hold of it, walk into a store like it's a fucking 7-Eleven and and go in and walk out with your Happy Meal, (laughs) your Happy Meal, your bag of treats. Um and, and then the potency too, man. Potency the way it is now is way higher than it was before. You know, you used to pay twenty bucks and get like this this plant that would just crumble in your hands because it was such so trash. And check, you could, check. There you go. Am I back? Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about You're that, good. guys. You're good. Um, um, I was listening to what you were saying about uh, about you know uh, being in a shop and whatnot. And believe it or not, I actually in my in all my years, I've always had a guy. Like I have just always had a guy and i've got a 
pretty good relationship with said guy. And so anytime that I was in need of anything, it was always, uh, I would always reach out to my friend. And even when this whole thing blew up and everybody was, you know, opening up shops left and right and all that other stuff, I never went out of, out of pure paranoia. I never went to apply for a medical card. I never went to, I, I had friends who did, I'd go with them to these places and pick up. You know, like I would do those things, but I never actually stepped foot inside of one myself until very, very recently when it became recreational. And to your point, dude, it's crazy to walk in there and look at all the different ways that you can get high. Ointments, lotions, freaking lollipops, like you fucking name it. Like if there's any way that they can think of to infuse CBD. I mean, they're going to do it. Like it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, I mean, it, it's, it is crazy, dude. And, Sorry. I'm in THC. Know, yeah. Yeah. So all that, you know, all those different ways you can get high. You talk about, uh, what I was getting to is like the way it was back then. You were lucky. I guess I had, you had a guy. I never really had a guy. I had a hit up somebody like, Hey, uh, you know, who's holding, you know, <laughs> who's, on, who's on deck. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, no, nah, this fool don't have none right now. All right. Shoot me, you know, shoot me. I'm going to shoot you this guy's number. He might have it. And it was just like this, like, you always had to find it, dude. And, yeah. you know, and and then when you did, it was like a fucking roulette, dude. Like, this is what I have. Yep. Yeah, this yep. is what I have. This is what you get. And the yep. price is this. i like, fuck it, you know. And now compared to a store where you just have choices amongst choices, you know, this one does this. This one Here's blindness, you know. <laughs> it just have glaucoma. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. And then, then the risk factor too. You gotta think about that. You know, it was it was still illegal then. You know, here I am walking with money. You know, whether I'm walking into somebody's car or somebody's place, we get busted yep. there. Yep. Yeah. So for me, man, like uh, I, I had actually gotten myself into a place at some point in my youth where, um, you know, I was in trouble. I was in trouble and uh, I was desperate and, uh, you know, I probably did things that I should, but, uh, you know, I dabbled a little bit and at some point I can say that I was the guy. I wasn't a very good guy. Uh, I could say that most guys uh, that you have, that you reach out to like that are pretty unreliable and you're pretty much working on their schedule. Uh, right. They could tell you that they'll be there in 20 minutes and you might be waiting two hours, you know, like that's just the gamble. Uh, and if you don't like it, you can go somewhere else. But good luck going somewhere else because this is the only guy that's on deck right now. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's just how it was. That's just how it was. Um, but, uh, you know, and to, you know, to, to the point that you made earlier about, you know, this is what I have, like it or not. I mean, that's what it was when I had a guy, too. Uh, uh, whatever strain he was holding at the moment, that was what we got. And, you know, we could look at it at first and be like, all right, cool. Every once in a while, I would just grab and go. And I would have noticed till I was gone that it was like crunchy, you know what I mean? Or just too dried out. And it's like, man, this is not what you promised me, you know? Like, this <laughs> it. And it happens, you know, every once in a while that shit happens. But, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, it was hard back in the day. It was, it was much harder. Uh, and it's so funny because then when it was harder to do i felt like i was more willing to do more 
and spend more time and effort and money on it to acquire it. Then. And now, right now at this moment, I can go anywhere I want. I can walk two blocks down the street. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me correct you. You don't have to go anywhere. You can pick up your phone and have it delivered to your front door. Exactly. And I don't. And I don't know what it is about it now. I mean, I could tie it into... There's plenty of parents out there getting high as balls. Like, there's plenty. And they're still functioning. Maybe I'm just not that kind of person, though. I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been able to function high, like, say, at work? See, that's the thing for me. Is I come from a world of bartending, right? Uh I used to sling drinks for many, many years. Probably one of the, the most social job that I know of. If you're a good bartender. If not, if you're a shit bartender, all you do is sling drinks, and that's lame. But if you're a good bartender, it's the most social job there is. Because, I mean, you get to control people's good time, bro. You get to decide who's going to have a good time and who doesn't by how strong you make their drinks, right? Like, or what they have to drink because they're looking for a recommendation. It's awesome. You get to meet a lot of people, and, and you get to have a good time with them. But when I'm high, doesn't matter what I'm high with, like what strain I had. I completely lose my conversational power. I might as well just be fucking dead weight and just stand there and look at you. I would not be <laughs> able to carry a conversation very far if I'm high because I tried it and it does. It just didn't work for me. So I've associated the fact that I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a get up in the morning, wake and bake, uh, afternoon blunt. Uh, you know, night, night, blunt. Like, I'm just not that type. I'm not that dude. And there's no... Yeah, same. Uh, Well, as far as your job, it's funny that you say about not being able to hold a conversation. I would be... I would be stuck. I would want... Like, my conversation would go to... I would want to go to into depth. I I would want to sit, stand there, and just talk to you forever. If I, like, say we're a bartender, and I would... Give, I'll probably serve one drink every 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you but, definitely uh, have to have a lot. Uh, a, there's a lot going on uh, when you're bartending. So there's there's many things. And you have to be able to carry on a conversation as well as work with your hands and work quickly. Uh, so it's just not something that I would be able to do high as a kite. That's my, you know, that's, that's just the way I see it. Right. So... Real quick, I just wanted to give you a final tally. I put in a voting for. I asked. I asked illegal in the U.S. I got ninety-two percent. Yes, eight percent. Sweet. Who the fuck is that eight percent? I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are, <laughs> but I don't know what they stand to gain from not being legal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we have everything to gain from it being legal, right? I mean, I guess it gets taxed now. That'll probably be the only thing. But uh, other than that, <laughs> other than that, there's so many benefits. One of your one of your your good buddies just did it to be funny, so it's a pretty basically 100 percent yes. Nice, <laughs> what a bastard! I already know who it is too. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you do. Uh, where were we at? So you know, yeah, so uh, let, go. you're good. You're good. We were talking about um, you know, the stigma of what it was like, and you know how it was. Uh, you know, when we were kind of growing up, 
acquiring it, doing it. Um, let me ask you, have you ever been uh, caught in the middle of smoking pot? Has anybody ever, have you ever felt embarrassed uh, by somebody finding out that you've smoked pot or have done anything of that nature? Uh, huh? Yeah. Uh, you know, like we we're talking about back in the day, how besides getting it, you know, smoking, uh, smoking, it was another challenge. You know, there was always, not always, but there was that stigma before where it was like such this horrible thing. I think especially right. growing up like a, like Hispanic, you know, the yeah. parents think the, the worst of it uh, for whatever reason. Lettuce. Yeah. So we'd smoke in cars, we'd smoke in backyards, we'd you know, I actually used to have a work van back then. I used to smoke in with friends because I nobody, <laughs> yeah, because nobody, yeah, because nobody would get in it besides me. Yeah. Uh, but one time, uh, funny here at my uh, uh, home, my parents, uh, they had a party, and and um, there was a group of people that that stayed behind, and somehow a joint came up. There was a came out, and we already. Uh, we we were really a little buzzed, and we're we're smoking around this this fire pit, and somebody was playing the guitar, and my parents come out because they heard the guitar and like oh they wanted to check it out, and here they see a bunch of people, like probably like I, I was probably like six sixteen seventeen, <laughs> and everybody else was like in their twenties, uh, <laughs> you know just passing around a joint dude, and that shit was like the most awkward. Just I remember like Yikes. not much being yeah not much being said just people getting up and just starting to go home and then they my parents tell me to go inside I don't make any eye contact I just keep my head down and go straight to my room and <laughs> done and that, that was so. yeah that was that was pretty bad because it wasn't just me and it was yeah, family members sure. there you know so it was Yikes. <laughs> yeah. so I had a I've had, I've had two situations I would say the first one was the first time. Uh, I'd ever got uh, the first time I'd ever smoked uh, hanging out at said friend's house and uh, we'd all got high in there in the garage I ended up actually killing an entire box of Honey Nut Cheerios without realizing it because I got so stuck on uh, whatever it was we were watching I think we were watching like you know old videos of like a high school talent show uh, that we had all been in and I legitimately killed an entire box of Honey Nut Cheerios dry as fuck just eating it like chips like the whole, <laughs> the whole thing and then uh, the older sister of uh, the friend whose house it was, I guess, came home early. Wasn't expected to be home until the next day, but ended up showing up a day early and kicked everyone the fuck out. I thought it was a joke at first. No, it was not a joke. We had to get the fuck out and get the fuck out now. And so it was kind of terrifying because I didn't really know what was going on like and i'm like experiencing this all and i'm like all high and stupid like oh yeah <laughs> so it's, it was yeah it was pretty bad that day the other experience that i have is um i used to get really stoned a lot um living at, uh with my mom we stayed together at a place in wilmington and uh you know we would make it a habit whenever it was a lot of us not to smoke too much inside the house uh, instead, we would, you know, go to the backyard or, you know, like we had like an old beater back there that we never fixed. So we would just get high inside it, you know, like just kind of uh, post up in there, so to speak. Um, 
but one time during a family party we went back there and we'd all got high as fuck we were just so faded everybody and i mean back in the day the fashion was and i mean and it still is today just not for me anymore i don't do it as much anymore but you know i i used to do it pretty much every single time as many times as i could as we would hotbox the shit out of that car like a lot so i mean we were all everybody was coming out of that car red eye jedi I mean, dude, we were just on another planet and we were walking in and it was the hardest, it was the hardest thing because there's so many tias there and they're like, hi, mijo. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, oh, I am. <laughs> but uh, seeing my niece, uh, I think was probably one of the harder things because she looked at me and she's like, um, tío, oh, what's that smell? And I'm like, uh, nothing, mija. Like, it's uh, my cologne, you know? It's a, uh, you know? <laughs> and then my sister, my sister straight burned me because she's like, Ginny, you know those uh, neighbors that we have that are constantly smoking? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, bitch, why would you burn me like that? Like, that's uh, cold uh -huh. blood. But also, I can't really be mad at my sister. Like, she's just telling the truth. It's true. I was high as fuck. Like, I shouldn't be ashamed of it. But at the time, I was. I was like, fuck. Like, like I was really, like, all, like, in my feelings for all but five minutes until I got food. <laughs> then I got food, and I was like, fuck, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, nah, 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 nah. And I didn't give a shit. I was like, fuck your judgmental ass. Nah, nah. Yeah. I'll deal with you later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but those uh, are the two experiences off the top of my head that I can remember kind of the time that I, that felt shame, so to speak, for it. This yeah. is not this is not a topic that we have here for today. But since you you brought up the food and how that kind of distracted you real quick, yeah. go go to Munchie. Oh, man, I think it depends on what period in my life you asked me that question. Because there was different things available. You know, like I used to remember going and getting, like it used to just be straight up hot Cheetos. And then 7-Eleven, uh, specifically one that's on uh, California Liberty in the city of Southgate. Shout out. I don't know why no other 7-Eleven could get it right except for this one. <laughs> they had a fountain. Uh, they had a fountain drink dispenser, right? A soda machine. And on that soda machine, you could pick flavors. Lemon, vanilla, cherry. And right. I used to take the cherry and the vanilla, a little bit of each, and I would put them into this black sweetened tea that they had there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never found another one like it. And I don't know. I've gone back to that same one recently, and I've tried it. And it's just not the same. It just doesn't hit the same. It doesn't. It's changed. It's different. Everything is different. So back in that day, it was that. I'll always say that to drink definitely needs some kind of tea. Cause I love that. I love those Arizona green teas, uh, uh, that 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 uh, sweet tea, that Georgia sweet tea. Ooh, woo! That green tea rose. Woo! I love those. <laughs> I love those, especially when they legit sell them for ninety nine cents. If they don't sell them for ninety nine cents, they're clowns. Oh. But uh, but yeah, man, that and then chips. Chips change, dude. So it was originally Cheetos. And I did Cheetos with lime because they introduced those. And I'm like, oh, these are fire. And then I found Takis and I haven't looked back since. Those Takis Fuego, that's where it's at. Oh, <laughs> I forget. 
how could I forget the two dollar Astro? What what are those Cheeto Cheeto puffs that oh, they I sell at Seven Eleven? What, what are you like. talking about? You haven't had them. I haven't. You're the them. one that introduced me to them. No. Yeah. Actually, the, yeah. No, 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 no. It's just a big ass bag yes. of hot hot, hot fries. There you go. No, yeah. not fries. They're not fries. They were oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those were bomb. They were terrible for you. You know, digesting those was fucking awful, but they're bomb as fuck, dude. They were bomb. They were bomb. Yeah. How about you? Uh, oh, easy for me, man. Ice cream. Ice cream is... Really? Top. Hell yeah. Ice cream. Uh, one Any of my... particular kind? You know what? I used to have this habit of when uh, I would smoke with me or and a couple friends. I have a donut shop wa- walking distance, so you know one oh, way nice. to smoke is roll it up, walk to the donut shop, and yeah. dude, you get you get a cup, you get a some pistachio and maybe some butter pecan, and then you get some donut holes, and you know, nice. just it. and just mix it all up. Yo, know, that was. So I actually used to go to that donut shop pretty often. Um, when I first got my car in high school, um, I want to say I think I was like 16, and I drove a Mustang, five-point slow convertible. Bro, it was pretty boss. I'm not going to lie. I didn't have friends. I didn't have very many friends in high school. But when I started driving, all of a sudden, everybody wanted to be my friend. <laughs> they could all suck a dick, though. I would straight drive away from people and be like, oh, because I remembered the real ones, you know? Anyway, yeah, one of the traditions that me and my boy had who – he he hates me still to this day because I would do it all the time is I'd wake up. He'd be like, hey, bitch, you going to school? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to school today. He's like, nah, for real. Are you gonna, are you for real going to school? What are you talking about? So then he'd come over. And we're supposed to go to school. I'd be like, all right, we're going to go to school, but we're going to go get donuts first. He's like, oh, fuck. Come on, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like. So we would go to that donut shop that's right there, um, and uh, that particular donut shop would have day-old donuts. So you yes. would donuts from the day before, and they were, like, super cheap. You could get, like, a whole dozen donuts or, or more for, like, two bucks. It was the best buy ever. So I show up to school with a fucking box of donuts, handing them out. Like, that shit was the best. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes I would get lazy after buying donuts. And then <laughs> each... Or maybe I want to go to the park and I wouldn't end up going to school. <laughs> that would be the beginning of a good ditch day. <laughs> Don't, it all started with, with the donut. <laughs> again and again. I wasn't even high at this time. I wasn't even high. It was just a story about the donut shop. <laughs> <laughs> that donut shop is still going too. and It's, it's open right now. I'll tell you that much. Might check, I have to check that out later. <laughs> I was just I'm I'm marvel I'm 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 in um I marvel at at the places that are open right now and are able to stay open and I'm glad I'm glad that there's so many places right now you know selling food and beverage that are able to operate still cuz um um man like you can only do so much of that stuff you know yourself at home you know like like there's only so many things that you can do at home and I mean listen to listening to myself talk about it like these are totally first world problems like yeah. they like we're fucking spoiled. That's a fact. It's a fact. But it's become a customary way of life. And it's really, really hard not to get that extra bit, whatever it may be for you, you know? Whatever some people look at McDonald's as a treat and that's what they get to look forward to. Other people, you know what I mean? Like they're 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 not getting their, their steak at Pacific Dining Car. 
you haven't had a steak from Pacific Los <laughs> Angeles, do yourself a fucking favor. When this is all said and done, do yourself a fucking favor and have a steak for Pacific Dining Car. That should have set you back 40 bucks. That shit is prime, my friend. <laughs> fucking mint. Delicious. We're gonna to lose we're about to lose Chewy right now. He's gonna he's just gonna run off and go get that steak. Dude, it is a it is such a romantic setting, dude. It's pretty it's pretty chill. Funny story about that is that uh 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 my buddy Chio, shout out Chio, she took me out there uh after we had celebrated a friend's birthday just because we were hungry and she's like, oh, I don't want I don't want the typical Denny's or Norm's like, let's go somewhere uh, different. And I'm like, okay. So I jumped on and we got there and the entire time we're sitting there, uh, you know, talking to one another. And I'm like, Hey bitch, this is fucking romantic. Like, <laughs> dude, I know like my bad. I didn't know it was going to be like that. Like, you know, and the whole time we're just kind of joking about it. And this place is fancy, bro. You know how fancy it is. Let me tell you how fancy it is. They don't have, paper towels in the restroom they had folded towels reusable wow. in the so after you washed your hands you dried them with a towel a terry cloth towel <laughs> in a bin where they would be then rewashed and put back out again that's how fancy pacific dining car is you know what man i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna look into that place because I mean, did they really wash them? For all we know, this is where the coronavirus spread started. <laughs> it's my fault. God damn it. Honestly, you should uh, look up Pacific Dining Car. You should get on their emailing list because once a year, once a year, they do this famous baseball uh, skirt. They do this famous uh, baseball uh, skirt steak, I want to call it, maybe. Um, but it's a pretty thick piece of steak. And you can go get this piece of steak for $1. A dollar twenty nine, and you can get a gold <laughs> fucking steak. Sides are fucking expensive because everything is all a cart there, obviously. But it's fucking, uh, it's well, well worth it, man. Well, feel, that's a sick ass plug, man. We should get a free, <laughs> we should get a free meal. So I'm just talking about it because I love <laughs> it. If they were to, if they were to want to give me a steak because I was talking about it, I mean that's great. But <laughs> I'm just saying. Pacific Dining Car. Shout out. Shoot that steak. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that does it for our, our steak segment of the week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's uh, No, that's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but anyway, we were discussing, you know, that was, that we kind of went, uh, with food on that one, which we hadn't really, uh, discussed before prior, but, uh, we talked about getting caught. Uh, now let's talk about, you know, uh, being part of big groups. Let's talk about how, how much this joins people together. I personally have experienced it in many levels, uh, from concerts, festivals, uh, parties, like you name it. Um, I've been in small circles, large circles. I mean, I think that I've been, you know, in the same circle with anywhere between 15, 20 people at a time. Um, you know, and it just really depends on where you're at. And the funny thing about it all is this coronavirus thing makes you really think about it. No one gives a fuck when you're smoking pot. No one fucking cares. No. I'm commenting to somebody the other day and they're like, dude, don't you know weed kills everything? 
<laughs> Dude, I used to share blunts, pipes, bongs, like you name it. Everybody's putting their hands and mouths on all that stuff, and nobody gave a fuck. No one ever gave a fuck. No one bothered to say anything. It was always just the norm. That's just what you did. It's just what you did. You would complain if somebody, you know, wet the blunt. But, I mean, that was the most you would do. You just burn it a little bit with the flame. It would dry up and we're back in business. All good. No harm. Well. Good and nobody thought about the fact that when you roll a blunt, you're just like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Just to get that thing going. With guys and making it, out. <laughs> plug, I roll some pretty nice blunts. I haven't rolled one in years, but I'm sure that if I were to get my hands on one right now, I could roll a sick ass blunt. <laughs> I'm gonna put you to. I'm gonna put you to the test. Yeah, dude, I'm with it. What's up? I go, I'll roll them for. I'm not smoking with you as much anymore because I can't be getting high like that no more. But <laughs> give me that. If you give me that, I will roll it, and you will enjoy it. <laughs> Pride myself on my blunt rolling abilities, but what about you, man? Uh, you know what? Not until recently that I had more friends that smoked growing up. I think it was maybe just a handful. I want to say four or five people uh, that like smoked that I knew that smoked, but we weren't exactly living close and stuff. Uh, so at the most part, I would smoke with two, three people. But um, I think I think just like those those because you mentioned like festivals. I think like those are the times that I've smoked with the most people, like staying in the houses with both, with a lot of people. We just chill in the backyard, maybe yeah. 10, 15 people. That's about the biggest thing. And I never really put any thought into what you said about people not caring. Like everything goes out the window. You know what? It's early. Right. Fuck it. You're in the middle of a big flare up. Shit's fucking alive, moving on your lip. And people are like, fuck it, pass it. <laughs> get me wrong man there were certain people that I wouldn't smoke with for sure because I knew enough about them. And I'd be like, nah, I'm good, dude. I'm faded. <laughs> you haven't even hit it, bro. Uh, but... I smoked before I came. Secondhand. Like, <laughs> straight up. Uh, yeah, there was definitely some people that I wouldn't fuck with, like, like in that realm, in that world. Um, and there was also certain people that I wouldn't fuck with because of what they had. Y'all had some shitty weed, um, like some pretty whack ass weed. But, um, but no, I would say uh, to to. To that question right back to the point of how big you know the circle's ever been for festivals for sure dude festivals um multiple multiple blunts multiple pipes multiple everything and then all kind of rotating all at once and it, <laughs> i mean I, we experienced this at uh, at a uh, coachella you and i when we were there uh camping with friends is that we're all you know smoking out and blunts are just catching up to you sometimes you just let one go and the other one's coming right forgot about that <laughs> like i'm on vacation bro you know i don't think in it you know <laughs> and and it was what it was i was just you know i was vacation mode but uh but yeah uh i will say though that um that in some of those party circle and so in some of those big circles uh there's always somebody that that has a party file there's always somebody that uh drops the blunt and loses it there's always somebody that <laughs> the ash on the end of the blunt and just completely blows it dead uh and the cherry just falls straight to the ground um there's just always somebody that commits some sort of crime in the smoking world and I want to know, Eddie, is there any crime that you have ever committed 
that you are willing to admit. <laughs> I didn't. I actually honestly could say I've never committed like a major party foul. That as I can think of, maybe I've let the blunt turn off. That's as bad as it gets. But I have, oh my god, the funniest, most frustrating experience. That so that that first this is, it actually happened the day the first time I, I felt high um, at this house with that fucking crazy uh, hookah like thing. So I have a family member that you guys know. All right. So he's a little younger. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> and he picks up the the bowl and it has a down stem and so he's like yeah. oh what, what is this you know what is this he picks it up and the stem just falls and it shatters yikes we hadn't even started yet oh and then, yeah. And, yeah and there was there was multiple people in the house that were going to try it for the first time yeah so we get a ride and we go look for a, a down stem that fits it dude we ended up finding it at yuri's records nice yeah. Shout out Yuri's clutch. <laughs> yeah. I would always pick up there. Yeah, but everyone was pissed at him. It was just the funniest thing. I I wish he was listening to this because he probably laughed about it. He definitely remembers. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And I know, and I know. Uh, I personally um, have committed many a crime. Uh, no crime was ever worse than the time I broke. Not one. But two pieces in the same rotation. Yeah. So we're there at a friend's house. And we're all getting lit up. They passed me the piece. Somehow between me and the next person that I was trying to give it to, I don't know where the where the handoff went wrong, but the piece hit the deck. It was noted that it was my fault. And I'm like, that's kind of bullshit. It's not really my fault. <laughs> like handing it off and they should have grabbed it which now i learn for anybody out there anybody out there you don't ever drop anything into anybody's hands don't ever drop things into people's hands put it in your hand and stick your hand out and let them pick it up that's how you handle it every single solitary time that's how you keep from dropping things and breaking things that's insurance a little tip for you guys out there who don't know it yet <laughs> but anyway i digress the one piece broke. Everybody's kind of tripping. They're like, oh, fuck, right? Luckily, my boy, whose house it was, who shall remain nameless at the moment, he had another. Was like, don't even trip. I got another one. It's all good. Like, it's all good. Just pack it. Let's go. So here we go. And uh, yeah, he grabs it. It starts going. Everybody's making fun of me. Like, oh, like everybody's being really careful, handing it to one another. <laughs> like, to me and they're just kind of clowning and I'm like ha 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 guys like really funny assholes and then it comes to get to me so I stick my hand out to get it which I shouldn't do and the other person dropped it in my hands which they shouldn't do and I wasn't <laughs> able to grip it and it fell right out of my hands and it broke so I broke two pieces in the same session and I was uh, yeah, I was. I, I, that was that had to be the the hardest, I have, <laughs> biggest crime I'd ever committed, uh, in the smoking world. Like that was just bad upon bad. The amount of embarrassment, sweat, and just overall angst from that moment was so bad. Uh, it yeah, it was tough. You, it was you tough were to you were living through a Southwest commercial. I mean, dude, it was tough. It was do you, tough. Do you remember I those? Though, huh? Do you remember See, those? 
What? Those, South, those Southwest commercials? I don't recall, actually. I can't say that I do. So they would do something embarrassing? And they would go, want to get away? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, having, yeah. Your, you're having yeah. your Southwest moment right there. Oh, for sure, dude. I was, hoping, <laughs> I was hoping to have a Mentos moment, you know, where I could figure it out, you know, like come out with an apple. And just like, <laughs> Mentos freshness. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... Needless to say, that was kind of a bummer in that party, and I kind of brought everybody's vibe down. Uh, luckily, my buddy forgave me, forgave me, and uh, I was able to go buy him, you know, something else uh, to replace the two that I had busted up. I bought him a real nice one, so he forgave me for that. But uh, yeah, that was definitely a, a party foul for sure. Uh, but another party foul that people commit all the time that uh, don't really realize a lot of times is uh getting crossfaded getting crossfaded um i don't know if you've ever experienced this i certainly have um i don't have any embarrassing moments but for those of you who don't know what getting crossfaded means it's uh when you've drank and smoked significantly simultaneously and completely mind fuck yourself into oblivion that's what that means that's what that means there uh i might be exaggerating but that's certainly what it feels like in some occasion but eddie I'll, go ahead I'll, I'll go first man i've never i don't think i've shared this story with my friends there was no friends there <laughs> this is at a, this is at a this is at a relative's house okay uh i was maybe 18 so i wasn't that young i already should have known what's up so I was drinking and smoking, and I felt it. Like, I felt it. Now, people know I like to drink, <laughs> but even at, no my first, <laughs> at my worst, at my sloppiest, I hardly throw up when I'm drunk. Okay. Um, I'll throw up the next day, if even that, or just, you know, I'll just suffer through a bad hangover. But point is, uh, this particular time, I was at this relative's house, and I was feeling just... Uh, like it was just, everything was just spinning dude so i was like hey i'm gonna go to the restroom so i get up i go to the restroom but i'm not using the restroom i sit down on the toilet just to like get away and try to fucking stop the world from spinning dude <laughs> i end up fucking just looking down and throwing up on my pants <laughs> wow 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 that is hilarious dude Oh man, yeah, that crossfade is no joke, man. It's that not. crossfade is no joke. Uh, don't try it. If you're the type of individual that can, you know, overcome, overcome that feeling. I mean, more power to you. You are meant to be on this planet for sure. <laughs> but uh, coronavirus ain't getting used. For real, bro. For real. I mean, I've, I've, I've no, I've learned not to uh you know get myself involved that way because um it's just uh it's a recipe for disaster you know like as is getting high for me like there is a uh there is a there's a disconnect with me and the rest of the planet if i get stoned right like this is what i love about being able to have a cartridge and a pen versus the way it used to be when i was younger if I wanted to get high, I'd have to smoke a bowl or I'd have to, you know, roll a joint, roll a blunt, whatever it was. And most of the time, whatever 
whatever form I chose, I'd have to do, I'd have to see it all the way through. If I'm going to start this blunt, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> shit when I'm done. Or if I pack this bowl, I'm going to make sure that this is done by the time I'm done with it. Right. Um, and that's just the way things were before. More recently, uh, with cartridges and, you know, oils and whatnot, being able to, you know, kind of use pens, you get to control that. You're like, you know what? I don't want to be that high. I just want to be a little high right now. Just a tad bit, just a cool off the edge. And then as the edge starts coming back, you can take another little hit. No big deal. It's pretty easy and it's awesome to control. Plus, they have some great flavors out there, so it's fucking wild. <laughs> Love it. But, um, but dude, uh, uh, yeah, to be able to um, uh, to be able to get any kind of high, and then also drink, uh, I like I just I prefer not to. I prefer not to because then I just become a wallflower. I'm nowhere. I mean, I by no stretch of my imagination would I ever consider myself cool. But man, I would be even less than that. If I was crossfaded, because I'd just be sitting in a corner somewhere, dull as a fucking doorknob, just staring at the floor in awe. No words, no nothing, just <laughs> straight tripping. Yeah. So no thank you on the crossfaded. I've done it before. Not, I'm not. I'm not game. But those of you that can, big old golf golf clap just for you <laughs> i kind of see it as a waste in a sense too because uh if you i mean i i, I smoke all the time when, I, when i'm like uh kind of buzzed and stuff but even then later i'm kind of like man that's kind of a waste because you're just already i i like i like the feeling of being sober and and, and you know smoking my herb it's like for me it's like a glass of wine at the end of the night you know i i like to have my my bowl just like that so when i'm buzzed and i smoke I'm like, damn, that was a fucking waste because I'm already feeling one thing. Why feel even more intense high and act a fool? Yeah, no, uh, given, given. Sorry, I was a little distracted with the chat over here and I realized that, uh, that <laughs> pretty, it's pretty popping right now. <laughs> <laughs> Party of uh, one. <laughs> yeah, I love, it. I love it. I love it. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, shout out to Bryant lighting up the, the chat right now. <laughs> Um, but I do have a uh, I have a question for you though. With all the amazing things that are out there right now, um, is there a favorite strain? Maybe a favorite, um, you know, uh, wax pen or any particular uh, thing that you might favor when it comes to getting high? Is there something that you know, if you could have it all the time, uh, would you? Uh, yeah, so one one thing now uh, that it's kind of important, you know, we talked about how uh, we used to go to one guy and they're like, this is what I got, this is what you get. Uh, but now with all these shops, everything opening, the most important thing is consistency. Consistency because, uh, you know, one day you could be, it could hit you really high, it could be perfect, or it can be, there's even times, because I'm an Indica guy personally, uh, a real quick side uh you know, side story. I, when I would hit like 23 or so, I suffered from really bad anxiety, like to the point where uh, I was rushed to the hospital thinking I was having a heart attack, like that bad. Uh, 
and uh, you know I got prescribed all kind of things like Xanax, which I hated. Uh, so, uh, point is that I'm an indica guy because although I have my anxiety uh, pretty much for the most part under control. By the way, anybody listening, if you suffer from anxiety, I know it's no joke. I'm not trying to make a joke out of it, and I I'm always here, man. If anybody wants to hit me up too, because I've kind of found a way to have it under control. Uh, anyways. Um, so yeah, consistency is is always important. You know, I like my indicas, and uh, I recently found the shop that now I go to all the time. It's called Delhi, uh, and they have a strain I've run into before called Wedding Cake, which is an indica, and it's like it's like middle table. So it's not like yeah. you're gonna break the bank, and it's also not trash. And for me, that's just like that's just perfect. That's good enough for me. Uh, if you've tried it, Wedding Cake is actually pretty popular. Then you know exactly what I'm talking about. For sure. How about uh, how about a shitty strain? Is there something that you, no matter how many times you've tried, you just can't get into it? Everybody else seems to like it, but you're just not with it. I don't know how many people like it, but fucking shake or those free joints that give you. Oh, first time patient, here's your free joint. Here's your free joint of, of cut grass. <laughs> here's, your, here's your first joint of Kentucky Blue. For sure. <laughs> Um, personally for me, um, uh, I've had a lot of shit strains cause I started smoking when stress was cool and stress was like affordable. So you talk about sticks and stems, like, you know, you used to have to pick that stuff out of your weed. Yeah. Um, and we're spoiled nowadays. Now we don't have to do that. Uh, but, uh, way back in the day, uh, there was one particular, uh, weed that I remember everybody used to talk about it and used to talk it up and it was chocolate Thai weed. Chocolate Thai weed, everybody made a big deal about because I guess it was probably like one of the first like real flavored weeds there was, mm-hmm. and it legitimately did kind of taste, kind of taste and kind of smell like chocolate, like a little bit. But at the end of the day, that shit was still stress and it was still whack, and most of that stuff always just kind of gave me a headache. So I never really fucked with it. Uh, as soon as I found out that there was more premium shit available, I mean that's all I wanted. Like I just wanted the dope shit. Uh, my favorite by far though is uh without a shadow of a doubt there will never be another is uh gdp granddaddy perps oh That's yes the bomb bro if you can find that anytime i mean whew, that's just where it's at for me i love it it's an indica as well uh but that's definitely one of the ones that i uh that i favor anytime that i come across it if it's available if they've got it um uh, that's probably one of the only ones that i've ever sought out and asked people if they have that and if they don't i'm fine uh because it's a mood i'm in the mood for that i like sweet tasting things shout out to my girl i like (laughs) tasting things uh so um so gdp definitely fits that and uh i don't like being all fucking you know uh obliterated so to speak i like being able to still function and still work and and yeah, but let me ask you this question: What is your favorite pastime? Uh, hold on, hold on. I got I got somebody uh, calling that they wanted to be on for some reason. All right, man, go ahead. They should be able to hear you. Hi, this is Jimmy from Wisconsin. You know, first time caller, long time listener. Love your show. <laughs> now, one thing I want to say is like. We haven't had enough. You and Bo talk on this show, but that's another matter. Let's talk about what you guys are talking about right now. Now, right now, talking about high times. I remember, now this isn't directly high time, but this is 
first time I go to the bar with Eddie Campbell's right here. Right? <laughs> Eddie turns Eddie's birthday is on February. <laughs> and my birthday is out in Jan July. So that's a good form of difference. Now I remember Eddie was like, yo, I wanna get drunk and bored my birthday. I was like, yo, but I'm eight twenty twenty one yet, brother. He's like, Oh, I don't care about damn day, I wanna get drunk. It's like, God damn. What are we gonna do then? Then 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 Eddie's brother comes on the wood. He's like, Eddie, you're twenty one, I understand that you're a big grown man. Let's go get drunk. I'm like, yo, what about Joe right here? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So then they're all like looking at me like, oh, you know, Joe, come up with something, though. You know, we go come right here to this cantina right here. Like, yo, we'll get drunk. I'm like, oh, damn. Uh, let me fill everybody in. You know, everybody knows that the local cantina that you've been walking by since you were like nine years old and always yeah. like, I can tell you, ain't no winter, son, that what goes in there. You know, you don't even speak out church on Sundays and nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so our cantina was right in front of Boyle Loco on Tweet. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can relate. No, uh, I know exactly where that is. Right next to San Miguel exactly Elementary. Always with, you know, those nice little old school cowboy flags coming in. You know, <laughs> they see you. They don't see you until you go all the way in. So we're like, we need to go to that bar. And I was like, well, what? Fucking A. Fucking A, huh? I ain't fucking 21. How are we going to do this? So we put our heads together. I was like, look, Joe, we come up with this plan. Joe, as soon as we come on in there, <laughs> Eddie and Eddie and Brother Vic, we're going to go straight to the bar. I'm going to order three beers. What you going to do is you're going to go straight to the bathroom. Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay now. I'm going to go straight to the bar because they card your two asses and that means that I'm already by, uh, guilty by association, man. That means I'm 21 already. <laughs> I guess. Did it work, though? So. We go, ready? Like, fucking the Dallas Cowboys. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> we got to go to the Super Bowl right now. Oh, no, that's another story. Say that for later. <laughs> oh, God damn. So we go down, walk down to it. We take a couple of little beers now. Go down town Tweety. Hey, hey, westbound. We get to the bar. It's game time. First one up. Who who, 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 who else but Joe? Get your beam there, Joe. So you went in the bathroom to play with it. Got it. I see Eddie and Vic sitting all the way in the back with some three beers right there. Nice, nice and cold. I was like, oh, I just walked straight back. One, 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 one of the bartenders talked to me. Oh, excuse me, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't speak. Not American. <laughs> that was the end of that. We sit. You're a nice cold beers while this nice, you know, we got ladies running on the left. Right. <laughs> 
laugh, saying that they like us. I mean, I thought I thought I was fucked daddy for a minute. Appreciate it, man. Hey, I'll hit you up after this, dude. We're gonna wrap it up pretty soon. Uh, okay. <laughs> Coronavirus is real. Stay safe. And watch out for them UFOs, guys. Stay safe. <laughs> Always. Stay safe. <laughs> All right, brother. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally from left field. But yeah, that's a good friend of mine. He actually burned himself a couple times. I don't think he realized it. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Incriminating evidence, that's for sure. Incriminating. Yeah, good guess. <laughs> yeah. That's quite that's quite the guess. Quite the guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, just to go back to uh, uh, back to what we were discussing. Um, uh, wait, wait a minute. Were we discussing still uh, best strains? What were we were, talking about? You were you were getting to uh, a pastime favorite pastime oh yeah what is your all-time favorite thing to do while high uh a good movie a good movie question now would you what type of movie is preferred i'm gonna assume comedy i'm gonna assume comedy is that right yeah all right super cool now would you prefer hanging out at home watching a movie or would you prefer going out and being in a theater Damn. watching a movie depends what mood you're in man nah theater fuck that give me the whole right the experience uh, give right me little, right give me 30 dollar nachos you know what i would give right now at this moment in my life to reach out to someone that works at a theater or owns what owns one that could essentially for me and a group of my friends and family be able to mark chairs that are six feet apart from one another and be able to take up an entire an entire cinema an entire theater and be able to watch a movie or perhaps play games of our choice on a giant big screen amc edwards Shout out at me. Let's get this rolling. You guys could be making some baller ass money right now. Might not be what you were making before, but you can do it. I people believe got in checks. People just I got believe in checks. You. you know what I'm saying? You don't need that many people to run the to 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 run to run the projector. You don't. You don't. Um, it's funny. I have a I have an article bookmarked from LA Times that I'm gonna check out later. Uh, okay. I don't want to go too off subject, but it's uh talk, it starts talking about how we're gonna be in a new normal. And how right. uh, that uh, drive-in movies might make a big comeback because of it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, they are. Shout out Paramount. Shout out Santa Fe. Hell yeah, that's gonna be. I, I'm, that's the first thing. If they open that up, I'm game. Like I'm super game for that. Like that sounds amazing. Um, it's definitely one of the things that I experienced when I was younger. Drive-in theaters. They were kind of out of fashion. By the time I actually got a car, no one really did that anymore. And I always enjoyed it. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I was sad not to have it in my adult life. And I know that they still did it kind of at, uh, you, you know, um, at some places. But, dude, I want to be able to show up to a spot like that with some dope-ass sounds and have that thing bumping in my car. I would love that. Nothing. Yeah, they, they need to perfect that because even the last I, – I think it's really fun. But 
I would never go see like a blockbuster movie like Star Wars or anything like that. I'd never go to the drive-in for that, but it's fun. I've gone like as far as dates, which is fun because you could pick there up you go. whoever you want, you know. Exactly. So, and I've actually gone with a group of friends where uh, you pop open the trunk, you have chairs, and you can sit outside of your cars and watch the movie while it's playing. It's, it's dope, man. Drive-ins are jo- drive-ins are underrated. I'll tell you that much. True, 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 true. Because like it's the, because you can talk, you know, too as well. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's why I played Never Go to go see a blockbuster movie. Go watch fucking Godzilla 3000 or whatever, you know. Comes <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, and so back to the question, I would say that uh, for myself, favorite pastime would probably be, if I can be honest, if I can be brutally honest, like eating a good meal, but like, but like <laughs> if I could have it without having the social awkwardness that comes with having to order from a restaurant would be amazing. I think once I get over that again, because it's always a stigma, at least in my experiences, it's always been a stigma to go to some places and just be stone to have someone level with you, knowing that you're high as a fucking kite and just kind of like you get a little stone in the parking lot, you know, having somebody <laughs> be able to just, take that weight off my shoulders and make me comfortable i'm like fuck yeah i did bro now let me get that fucking burger right like to to get all that going like it's great but i would love i love eating and i love eating good food uh when i'm stoned if i could have all of that if i can eat good food uh uh watch a movie shit play a video game i'm a happy dude like that's i'm a simple man i'm a simple man and I just want simple things, you know? So that's definitely, uh, I would say, eating above we'll get, it. We'll get, we'll get you past, we'll get you past it. Because one of my, one of the other things I love to to eat when I'm high and I have to go out because I like it fresh is sushi. So, well. Uh, that's great. Because I was just about to say, bitches. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sushi's amazing, though. <laughs> that's what I meant. Uh, so shout out! I used to go to this place, um, uh, Hiyashi, I think it was called, uh, in the city of Carson, and it was amazing because uh, I used to sit at the sushi bar, uh, and I loved it there because the guy would get drunk with you, and it was amazing. But no experience has ever topped that of going to raw sushi, RA sushi, raw sushi. I used to go there when I was a bartender. I used to bartend at BJ's, and there was a raw sushi down down the way from there, and at raw sushi was amazing because i because i bartended a lot of the suit a lot of the chefs from raw would come to bj's after they'd closed and i didn't get them fucked up i would get them mm-hmm. i'd be like here you go i bought this beer for you here i bought this beer for you you look like you needed a beer and a shot here you go right like i'd get those fools fucked up and they loved me for it so in turn when i would go over to raw do it they'd be like go sit at the sushi bar i'm like well no i was trying to get a table they're like nah bro go sit at the sushi bar i'm like all right so i would go sit at the sushi bar and i shit you not dude i'd be sitting there and wave after wave after wave of random shit i've never heard of shit that i've never seen before shit that was so expensive i would never fucking order because i'm not gonna fucking pay twenty dollars of tuna i'm just not gonna do it i'm not but let me tell you if you have never had 
tuna belly, what they call toro, tuna belly, bro. It's the most buttery piece of fucking tuna you will ever have in your life. Even with no sauce of any kind whatsoever, you bite into that thing and it leaves like a film <laughs> of like butter in your fucking mouth and it's the best, bro. It's so good. But yes, I'm down for a sushi date. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. For right now, that's torture. Everything you just did to me right now, that was torture. Right. <laughs> sorry. Nothing but tease you, and, and I'm sorry about that. I'm not sorry for anything I've done or anything <laughs> I've said in this episode. <laughs> but let us ask a question. Yeah. I've talked a lot about, uh, uh, you know, kind of where life has been and, you know, what we've done in the past and how it was growing up. Uh, what's the stigma like now, do you think? What do, what do you think it is in the current climate now that it's so accessible, now that it's just, you know, everyday life? Because let's let's be honest, uh, drinking is socially acceptable. There is a certain amount of drinking that becomes excessive and, you know, kind of a problem. And I don't know what the barometer of that is. As long as you're not harming other people, I think you're okay. Um, everybody should be able to do what they want as long as they're not harming other people or themselves. Or themselves. If any of that stuff is driving you to do that, seek help. Uh, seek help. If you need a shoulder to cry on, I'm here. I'm not a professional, but I'm here. Um, if you need to vent in any way, shape, or form, I know Eddie's an open uh, 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 an open door as well. So please shout out. Let us know here at Layman. Um, now we'll try to put you through to someone professional who can help you out with those issues. But but really, really uh, do the best you can not to let those vices take control. Uh, you are better than that. You are stronger than that. Uh, don't do it. But I digress. Back to the point. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is the stigma like nowadays out there in regards to just being high being there and being oh, what's it like uh, I think it's been a little more accepted um, I would argue that drinking is way worse but I think there's just so much with it um, that makes it seem worse you know like you see somebody rolling a blunt it's like it's just it, it, it's 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 not a normal everyday thing, I guess. You know, compared to someone drinking a beer, uh, the smell, the smell is like such a pungent smell that I think that is one of the things that's going to keep that stigma alive for a very long time. Uh, it might sound ridiculous, but I think that that smell has a lot to do with it because it is, it is unique, it is strong. Uh, unless you're smoking some fucking boo boo, then that's different. <laughs> but. Yeah, man, I think it's it's eased off, but I still think people look at you kind of weird, you know, whether you're if you smell like it or they see you smoking or they know you're a pothead. Um, if they're not, if they haven't done it or they don't do it, you know, it's not gone. I think it's a lot better. Uh, you know, they don't they don't think you're the devil, <laughs> but there's still a little bit of judgment, I think, you know, because it's, you know, the way we grew up and the way it was put in our heads. It still, it still resonates in some people's heads as a such an evil thing. Yeah, I don't think that that's ever going to go away, to be honest with you. No matter how much we try to normalize it, I just don't think that it's There are certain people who don't... Sorry about that. Uh... I, I agree with you. I, I think that it's never going to change. And I think that um, uh, uh, no matter how much we try to normalize it, mm -hmm. I don't think that, that people will ever look at it the way that they do, you know, alcohol. 
so to speak, because uh, especially for people who've never tried it, that's one of the biggest things is experience. Everybody drinks at some point in their life. Everybody does. And most people who have gone sober from it is because they went so far in that they had to back out. I know very few. I know a couple. Don't get me wrong. I know a couple. But I know very few people who have dr who have never, ever, ever in their entire lives touched alcohol and just remained straight edge for the rest of their life. But I don't know. And so those people... Uh, they're few and far between. So they're an anomaly, right? But most people usually try things, decide they don't like it, and then that's how they make their decision. With pot, most people are kind of scared to try it. They don't even want to go there. Right. Uh, in my experience, like my mom, my mom said that she took she took one hit. She had mad anxiety. She didn't like the way it made her feel. So the last time she touched it, she was like a teenager. Hasn't done it ever since, you know? Uh, my dad, I would say that he's got different stories, but I'm not going to burn him on here. My grandma, burned him. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma burned him straight up. But anyway, uh, um, yeah, I just don't think that it's ever going to be normal or accepted like that. And uh, I just feel that you just need to get around the right uh, right people uh, to feel better about it if you need to feel better about it. Right. Um uh, as long again, I'll go back to the point that I made earlier. As long as you're not harming uh, yourself or harming others, I, I don't see any any problem with it. You know, don't be getting fucking high and then driving places and shit like that. Like, don't be crashing into people. Um, you know, don't do stuff like that. Uh, uh, if you're the type of person that's gonna get high and go to work, that's cool. As long as you're not taking care of people. Don't fucking get high and then go report to a nursing home. Don't get high and, you know, go babysit. Like, don't do shit like that. Like, that's yeah. probably one of the reasons why I smoke less nowadays is because if something were to happen to one of my children while I'm on duty, uh, I want to make sure that I make good decisions, smart decisions. And if I'm not capable of doing that. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hello, hello. Okay, there you go. There you go, Angel. We missed you. Her like spew. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sucks. That sucks. Bottom line is, <laughs> bottom line is, if you're gonna get high, that's cool, man. Just don't hurt anybody or hurt yourself. That's all I want to say about that. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, the the stigma though, even though it might not go away, it has to change. I think drastically with the next generation because you have kids you know they're going to be exposed to it a lot more than we were uh you know just the green crosses alone you see in all these buildings and they're gonna get curious and find out what it is uh my brother my brother's kids you know always around it and they put it uh not uh they kind of put it out already as a normal thing and this is what grown-ups do you know so there's going to be this large circle of people that are just going to be used to it and to them it's going to be just like having a beer you know my dad growing up you're going to say like my dad would smoke a joint instead of you know my dad having a beer my dad used to get up and just smoke you know smoke a joint here and there so yeah. it even though the stigma i don't i still don't think will ever completely go away for the reasons yeah. i gave i think they'll but there'll be a lot a lot more accept, acceptable come the next generation 
Agreed. Agreed. Maybe, 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 maybe it will change. Maybe it will change. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe I'm just stuck in a mindset uh, of old and I just don't see it progressing in that fashion. But, uh, you know, you might be right because uh, I do have to take into consideration that, you know, one of my nephews right now, like actually I should say my nephew, he's my only nephew. Uh, my nephew right now, he's, uh, you know, fresh 18 kids getting you know, high in class and fucking, you know, like that dude is uh, 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 just a walking, uh, a, a walking uh, cloud of smoke. You know, that's what he is. And uh, he's just constantly being stoned like that. And I remember being that, that way back in my day. So I can't judge. I just can't judge. And uh, you're right. He was, it's definitely now. Uh, it's more accessible now. And uh, and hopefully, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if it changes the world for the better or for the worse. I mean, you never know. But uh, that being said, I think we've reached the uh, end of our hour here uh, or just over an hour here. Um, I think we've had a good chat. Uh, we've had a good dialogue today. Uh, if anybody out there would like to chime in, anybody's got some questions, comments, concerns, suggestions uh for us to be able to uh, you use for our, our next uh, podcast, uh, please feel free to shout them out uh, over at Eddie. Uh, Eddie, where can they find you? Or you can find me at Eddie Nags on Twitter or Instagram, but you can also follow Layman's Word on Instagram and you can shoot us any suggestions you may have there. Shout out. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Deep Sleep Daydreamer. You can find me at uh, Twitter at Deep Sleep Daydreamer as well, though it's though I had to spell it a little funny because they only allowed me a certain amount of characters. <laughs> I really got to figure that out. Uh, but thank you very much for everyone that joined us. Thank you for everyone that stuck around. Uh, thank you, Chewy, for producing us and making sure that we're... Super duper producer, Chewy. Super duper. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for coming out. We'll hope to catch you on the next one. And, uh, uh, yeah, I hope everybody stays safe. And for those of you that are going to continue smoking your blunts, uh, be careful out there, okay? Don't 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 get high and drive. Just don't get high and drive. Just stay home. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just stay, stay home. home. Yeah, so we're out of here, guys. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We're going we to be all right.